All right, well, we are gonna talk about humanizing sales chat in a world of bots. You're listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. It's Monday, so in this episode, you'll be hearing one of our favorite and most actionable talks from past conferences. Here we go. Welcome back to another episode of the Flip My Funnel podcast. Sangram, how are you? I'm still fired up at the same time, exhausted from the conference. It has been an incredible week of just learning from so many incredible people. So I'm still soaking in, man. I love it, man. I love it. So we are actually going to be running a series of interviews on Mondays for the next five weeks based on some interviews that Logan from our team, one of the co-hosts of B2B Growth, did while we were at the Flip My Funnel conference. So the episode that you're about to hear is an interview with Logan Lyles and one of the several guests that are speakers that were at the Flip My Funnel conference. And so, man, I'm, I'm really excited. I was in the room for a lot of these interviews that Logan was doing and the content was just fantastic. Absolutely, man. And I think these are like real influencers and practitioners in the space. So I hope this combination of both B2B growth podcast, if you haven't listened to, go check it out as well. And then Flip My Funnel coming together and, and doing this series, I think just shows how much more knowledge uh, sharing can really help everybody in the process. So I'm super pumped that we're doing this series together as both Flip My Funnel and B2B Growth Podcast together. I love it, man. Awesome. All right. So without further ado, here is an interview with Logan. Welcome back to the B2B Growth Show. We're here today with Chris Handy, Customer Marketing Leader at Drift. Chris, how are you doing today, man? Hey, I'm doing great, Logan. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. As we record this, we're sitting here in Drift's backyard in Boston. We are recording at the Flip My Funnel conference, and you're getting ready to present here in just just a little bit, right? Yeah, probably in a couple of hours here. So we stole off some time and uh, found a back room. I think there's a mop bucket right over here. So (laughs) hopefully we don't get kicked. We don't get kicked out. Hey, we found a quiet spot for the podcast interview. That's all that matters. <laughs> That's all that matters. Right? right? The, the audience will, will find their way to it. <laughs> I'm I just kidding. It, it's much nicer in here than that. <laughs> all right. Well, we are going to talk about humanizing sales chat right. in a world of bots, which you're getting ready to present on. There'll probably be places people can find this chat elsewhere online after the fact. Sure. Um, but walk us through what you're going to be talking about and breaking down that concept for us. Sure. So they gave me 10 minutes to tell people about how to do conversational marketing, basically, and balance the human side of chat and bots and, and all of this stuff. And, and we get a lot of fear from people that are worried about how do we deal with chat bots? When do we jump in and, and what's mm-hmm. going on? So really trying to help people understand how to balance the two things mm-hmm. and do that in 10 minutes. So yeah. I, I sat down and I did what all good people do and, and Google uh, talking points, right? How to, how to build talking points, because I had to turn those into Nikki. And I found a great web page that, that said, look, boil it down to just a couple of things that people can walk away with. So I, I did that. And I think these are a couple of things that people already know, Logan, that, mm-hmm. that they can really just sort of uncover and start to use again, yep. that maybe we've forgotten. Yep. It, because we get so deep in our own stuff and start using our own words all the time. And we were responding to emails and, and it, it's just so easy to get sucked in 
to the vibe of our own business that we forget that people out there are just trying to figure out how to get through their day. Right. And it's easier than it seems. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So there's, there's, a, there's three things that they're going to be in the talk and, and we could talk through a couple of them yep. if you want. Yep. So the first one we've talked about a little bit in the past. And again, as you mentioned, is something that we're probably already thinking about. That's in the area of response time. So tell us your main takeaway there that people need to be thinking about in this world of bots. Right. So if you don't know that the reason people are, are, are asking you a question or are on your site is because they have something that they need to accomplish right now. Mm-hmm. So if you put them through an experience where they're waiting days, weeks, or maybe never to get a response then that's not helping them do anything. It's certainly not helping you meet your quota or get your number or where, however it is that you measure. It's not helping you keep your job or, or grow the company, right? So how do we get in front of those people when they need it, right? Now. Mm-hmm. So responding faster is just something we need to do. Now, we talked a lot about fast response time on a previous episode when I was talking with James, right? So you can refer back to that for literally how to be a fast responder as a human, Mm -hmm. right? And we talked a lot about pulling out your phone, using your phone as as your ultimate whip, right? Like I think about Indiana Jones's whip as as his (laughs) weapon. I think about literally like, how can I use my iPhone as my sales whip? So now we have these bots, right? How can bots help alley-oop that response time and be there when I can't be there in 30 seconds, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's not as instant as being there just in the, in the next five seconds when they ask a question. But look, if a bot can help in 30 seconds, help people understand that you're on the way, or if the bot can do the job of ending their journey or their search for an appointment or whatever it is they're trying to accomplish, mm-hmm. then we've done the job. So right. that's, the, that's the important things. Make sure that you have something set up that's a fast responder. Right. And so your next advice to people is basically let the bot be a bot and you be you. That's right. Which kind of goes into that alley-oop analogy that you're talking about there. So tell us a little bit more about that. Right. So like set up a minimum viable bot. And I'm going to talk a little bit about this, right? People talk about an MVB, right? right. Minimum viable bot. We see people trying to, like they design this complicated bot before they ever launch anything. Like the important Mm -hmm. thing is just to get something up, right? Most of, the, most of the use cases for bots at the beginning, especially, are get more sales appointments, qualify leads, that, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. These are very simple use cases to get up right now, right? In, in fact, at Drift, we've got just plug and play bots you can get started with. It customize the language slightly, but you're not setting up any new logic. Mm. So you're just setting it up, get it going, and then see how it fails for, for you. I wouldn't expect it to fail too terribly much, but what's going to happen is people are going to ask a question. And then you're going to learn something new that you hadn't thought about before. Mm-hmm. You cannot predict every possibility. So don't try and jump in and save the bot every time somebody, somebody engages with it, right? It, mm. Just let it do its thing. Okay. And when, it asks, when they ask or they kind of navigate that way for a live conversation, be that person that's there. But mm. when they don't, let it, let it do its thing. You can always reach back out to these people because in many cases they're being identified. And just improve the bot over time because what we're really looking to do is add a second shift and a third shift of ourselves and repeat mm-hmm. ourselves over and over. We're trying to scale us, mm-hmm. but we can't do that if we don't know what us is. Right. Because humans, we make decisions on the fly, thousands and hundreds of thousands of decisions on the fly. Mm-hmm. But if we don't start to codify some of those decisions by using our learnings and improving the bot, 
we'll never know what they are. Right. So if you're if you're jumping in too soon, you're actually short circuiting that learning, right? And you're keeping yourself from really scaling and being able to use that bot more effectively. That's right. In the right. early days, watching it fail is a good thing, so mm. that you can evolve it every day to, and take some time, five, ten minutes every day, see how we can improve this bot. Mm-hmm. Not a bad way to get going. Yeah, yeah, I think that's good advice. I think there's, you're probably seeing a lot of people that. They want to get everything perfect before. Yeah, over engineer right? it, have a big reveal, say hey, we've got the perfect bot, and then they get disappointed if something isn't set up right. Well, it's not going to be all perfect, right? Mm-hmm. Life doesn't work that way. Yeah. We can't predict every possibility. Yeah. So let's just accept that fact, get it going, <laughs> make it a very single purpose bot, and then look for how people try to use it, and then build ways yeah. for it to work better. Follow way. follow right. your customers along. I yeah. like that. So the last thing that you were talking about is okay. Now you're ready to jump in. And you're thinking about how am I messaging? And your tagline is messaging ain't email. Tell us about some of the mistakes you see maybe people are making or some of the assumptions people are, are making when they're jumping into using conversational marketing and this type of messaging for the first time and where they could take better advantage of this platform to enhance their messaging. All right. People think way too hard about responding to a message that comes in. If you've ever sent a text message and waited days for a response, or worse, watched the little typey thing. You know the little typey uh-huh. thing? Well, three dots. So it, it's, it's going for a while, and it's like, oh, oh. So you keep your phone out, and you're kind of watching because you think it's going to come, like, like the, the next response in the conversation. But then it stops. And then a second later, it starts again, you know, and it's furiously typing again. And it's just, wow, they, they, they are still typing. Mm-hmm. Can you believe it? What are they <laughs> typing here? It's some epic email. And we don't like that in text messaging, and we certainly don't like that in a business context. So the best response to an incoming question is something like, hey, and, I, and I'm, I mean that absolutely literally. It could be in your business voice. It might be, hi, right? Maybe right. it's not as casual as, hey, if you don't want to be quite so bold. I like to use the words business casual, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, right now I'm wearing <laughs> jeans and a jacket, a blazer, and I, you know, that's right. fine for me. Right. In most cases, I can show up. I'm from Texas with an excuse saying, look, I don't know any better. Right? <laughs> so that, that tends to work. But, you know, whatever it is for you, but it's not about the words you choose. It's that you choose to split them up and have mm-hmm. less, less words in each message and far more messages. So mm-hmm. if you're going to ship off 18 sentences, make it 18 different messages. Right. Mm-hmm. So say, hi, that's a great question. Send that. I'm going to get the answer for you. There you go. And, and little right. things like yeah. it's never I don't know. It's what a great question. I, I'm going to go get that answer. Right. Mm-hmm. Those are completely two different contexts. If you send in a, a note <laughs> yeah. to a company and, and they say, I don't know, it's like, what if they log off right now and they right. never come back? Right. That's they'll the just end tell, of that conversation. Yeah. They'll tell people that oh, they, they don't even know what they're doing over there. Mm-hmm. But if you said, look, that's a great question. I'm going to go find out. Then there's never any confusion that you were going to try and solve that problem, right. even if they have logged. Right. Off. So, and they've got instant gratification and feedback and feedback as opposed to seeing the typing bubbles. Right. Right. While they go and find the answer. If people know you're on this, that's all you have to do. Just Mm -hmm. let them know you're on this and just make sure that you're, you continue that communication. You could say, Hey, look, I'm going to walk away from the computer for five minutes. Can you leave this tab open on your screen? Are you going to be round? Yeah. Like think about what they're doing. Yeah. Say, look, I'm going to walk away. I don't want to have to check in and constantly tell you I'm going to be here for like over the next five minutes because I know that that could be annoying. Do you want to just leave? The, are you going to be around? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to come back and your little screen's going to flash, mm-hmm. right? So just, just check back in and I'm going, to, I'm going to come back with an answer. Or, hey, do you want me to email you or call you? Like, just like 
You're, you're a person, I'm a person, let's get to the bottom of this or let's figure this out, let's hop on a call, whatever, mm -hmm. whatever this is. And it's not always about support, it's, it's about sales, it's about getting demos, it's about driving revenue. So let's get it fixed, let's get this going and let's do it now. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the most important thing because we wanna scale ourselves and we wanna do it as soon as we possibly can. And I think everyone in the room is gonna be able to relate to some of those things. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, Chris, thanks for sharing with our audience. Hopefully your presentation is valuable for the audience down the way here in just a little bit. I'm sure it's going to be. So I appreciate you taking some time and sharing again with the B2B growth audience. For folks that want to reach out to you, stay connected. You've recently made a move. So why don't you let people know what would be the best way to reach out and right. uh, stay connected? With right. You? So I'm over at Drift now and you can find me or you can shoot me an email at handy at drift.com. And I've got a new newsletter I'm starting at, at Drift. So if you want to be on that, just let me know. But you can always get in touch with me at handyatrip.com. Awesome. Thanks for being on the show, Chris. Thanks, Logan. You've been listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast. To make sure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you have an iPhone, we'd love for you to open the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.